We can turn to a, a lot of things in this life for security and peace. It can be a, a ruler or a leader, the government, maybe a financial institution. Maybe there's some other place where you found yourself turning for security. But all those sources of security will fail. There is one, though, prophesied here as Micah speaks. Following is from Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona. Reaching out with rock solid hope in Rim Country. January 3rd, 2021. Micah 5, 2 through 5. Have you noticed what people tend to look for when they're looking for a ruler? You see it when children are on the playground, the fastest, strongest, most talented gets to be the one who picks who's on the team and the next person picked is the next talented or the tallest or the strongest. Everybody wants to be on the winning side. Everybody knows that you want the most influential and the person with the, the best qualifications to be the leader. Well, how about when God chooses a leader, his ruler for us? What are God's qualifications and what type of a leader does he choose? This morning we look at Micah chapter 5 and there we see who God chooses to rule for us. God's ruler from Bethlehem who rules with divine authority and to bring full security. During the time of Micah, one of the kings of Israel, that is a king of Judah, living in Jerusalem, was Hezekiah. And Hezekiah was probably more qualified than any other king who lived. He had not only been successful in securing all the military victories that he had and the tributes and the wealth and expanding the kingdom, but Hezekiah was one who himself served the Lord and feared the Lord. In fact, it says in 2 Kings 18 that Hezekiah served the Lord faithfully and there was no king like him either before him or after him in all of Judah. If anyone was qualified to lead the people of Jerusalem and Judah, it was King Hezekiah. But Hezekiah lost face as the Assyrian nation came and started conquering all the towns and villages in Judah. And what could Hezekiah do as king to protect his people? He could only stand and watch as place after place was conquered by the invading Assyrian army. Hezekiah did what he could to try to stave off the Assyrian attack. Sadly, he tried to pay them off and even used the riches and the gold which he had used in the temple to give glory to God, now to try to pay off the Assyrian army. It says that Hezekiah even took the, the gold that was inlaid on the temple doors and gave it to the king of Assyria. But he could not pay off evil. The Assyrians further went into their siege and attack and sieged around the city of Jerusalem. Hezekiah's efforts didn't work. In fact, the king of Hezekiah sent his messenger to the gate in which he taunted the people, Who can save you out of my hand? The Lord cannot save you. It's as if Hezekiah was getting insult to injury as he was struck on the face and disgraced. He could not protect his people. 
Who do we look to to be rulers, to be leaders? Perhaps the one that we might consider in our nation to be someone that was qualified beyond measure would maybe be George Washington. He had helped the nation secure independence from their enemies. And he was elected unanimously to be the next ruler, one who could maintain and keep the peace. That's what we look for in rulers, right? Whether it be the person who is the head of the cheer squad because they're the most talented or experienced, or the person who's the head of the band group is the person who has the most talent, or the person who is leading the company is the most experienced and productive CEO. These are the people that the world looks to, right? That we look to to lead, to provide security. And yet, Hezekiah and those like him, no matter how qualified they are, <coughs> excuse me, cannot provide the security that we need. It doesn't matter whether Hezekiah was serving the Lord and influential. He himself could not provide the peace that was needed, and the people could only look on as the nation was under threat and the capital was under siege. And George Washington might have been able to defeat the British and lead the people to victory. But it was only 30 years later that another American president could not stave off the attack of the British as the White House was burned down and he was forced to flee from Washington, D.C. What we see is the even the best cheer squad will fail you. Even the greatest band leader will miss their cue. Even the most influential and experienced CEO will cause mistakes. There is no perfect security in this sin-cursed world. And it wasn't too long ago I was poked by a very small prick in one of the, the blankets in our household, which someone had given us a while back. It was a needle somewhere in the blanket, and I, I searched for it, and I searched and couldn't seem to find it. But all it took was that, that one needle to remove security, even in my own home, from a place and a, a thing that I thought would bring comfort and security and safety. One small thing. That's what sin does. Sin brings the curse in this world and removes the security that we crave and desire so that no leader, no influential person, no one can give us the security that we crave. Where did the world look to for security in the airspace around the two towers when those towers fell? No one could provide perfect air protection. Where did the world look to security when the pandemic struck and people were scared of the virus which was spreading and which now apparently is spreading in some places even more? No one can provide perfect security. What about when there's a tsunami or an earthquake or a hurricane and an entire city is devastated? We cannot find protection from the influential and powerful in this world. We can have the security that we crave because of the curse of our own sin and living in this sin-cursed world. The fear of death and insecurity surrounds us. That's why Micah directs us where to look. Micah speaks of the security that comes from the one who is most qualified and will bring us perfect security. He says, But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, from you will go out the one who will be ruler for me in Israel. Security comes in this lowly place 
someone from Judah might have said, Bethlehem? From that small town? Leaders don't come from Rye or Gesila. They, they come from Phoenix. Rulers don't come from small, insignificant places. But this ruler would come, no matter how lowly his origin, according to God's divine choosing. Jesus was born in the city of David. And just as David came from a lowly origin like Bethlehem, and God raised David to great heights, so God would have his Messiah, his chosen ruler, born in a lowly place. And like David, rise to great heights, but even far greater heights, this ruler from the small town of Bethlehem. He had qualifications unlike any other. His goings forth are from the beginning, from the days of eternity. Yes, Jesus was born of a woman, born in Bethlehem. But Jesus would speak to the crowd as they questioned him, who are you to say that you are the Messiah, God's son? And Jesus says, before Abraham was born, I am. Indicating that he is the eternal one. His origins, his goings forth, interacting with the world are from the very beginning, from the days of eternity. This would be no usurper of God's throne. This would be the one who existed as king and reigned before there were any kings in Israel. And this ruler from Bethlehem not only would have qualifications unlike any other, Jesus, who is far more qualified, is divinely appointed and the very Son of God is one who would do what none other could. He will stand and shepherd with the strength of the Lord and the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. When trouble would come, Jesus would not stand by or, or try to pay off with gold or silver that evil might dissipate. He doesn't rely on the power and the things that this world and the influential leaders and powers of this world rely on. He doesn't rely on any of the things that we often turn to and rely on. We at times might begin to look to the influence and power of this world. But Jesus will not stand by when evil is there. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord. When evil and the curse of sin comes along, he gives us, his flock, perfect security. Jesus didn't look so strong, though, did he, when he was born in lowly origins. And he didn't look so powerful and strong as he walked this earth. And the son of David from the lowly town of Bethlehem seemed rather lowly and without strength as he was struck, fulfilling the prophecy in Micah here, they will strike him on the cheek. And even as Jesus, the lowly son of David, was struck by the devil and surrounded by his enemies and his flock was scattered, still he was fulfilling what he had promised. He would not pay off the enemy and get rid of the curse of sin with gold or silver. But Jesus would pay the price of the curse of sin and take that curse on himself and pay with his own precious holy blood. This is God's prophecy. With his own strength and with his own hand, Jesus would bring us rescue and peace. He says, They will dwell securely, for at that time he will be great to the ends of the earth. Jesus, the holy Son of God, offered up his life to pay for that curse of sin and to win peace and security for his people. And Jesus would not remain in death. 
our greatest fears with the curse of sin are not only the symptoms, but sin itself taken away and even death destroyed. Jesus, rising to life in victory, will stand and shepherd his flock forever. They will dwell securely, for at that time he will be great to the ends of the earth. When Jesus was born, he began his ministry and his work. And those who are, it says here, the brothers will return to the people of Israel. All around the world, the Holy Church acclaims Jesus as king and ruler, the one with a lowly origin and the lowly birth. And just as the angels sang glory to God in the highest at the birth of this king in a lowly place, so the angels will acclaim at his coming again as he rules his flock. To him belong glory, power, and honor, and strength forever and ever. And the son of David, the most qualified ruler of all, will accomplish what no other ruler ever could. He will be our peace. This one, this ruler from Bethlehem, with perfect authority, will bring perfect security. We can turn to a, a lot of things in this life for security and peace. It can be a, a ruler or a leader, the government, maybe a financial institution. Maybe there's some other place where you've found yourself turning for security. But all those sources of security will fail. There is one, though, prophesied here as Micah speaks, who would be born in a lowly place, but would rise to the greatest heights, him who comes with divine authority and who rules to bring security and peace to the ends of the earth, Jesus, God's chosen ruler from Bethlehem. He is your peace. Look no further for perfect security and perfect peace than him. God's ruler from Bethlehem rules on the basis of divine authority bringing us perfect security. That's why we join with the angels and we say, come to Bethlehem and see him whose birth the angels sing. Come adore on bended knee, Christ, the Lord, our newborn King. Amen. <laughs>